Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, all. This is Sean Cleveland with Regeneration X. I just want to send out blessings to all on this beautiful Sunday, which is Pentecost Sunday. A wonderful day in our our history and the kingdom of God. The day that the Lord poured out his most holy spirit upon the people. An awesome time. And I remember when I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit was in August of 96. And I just remember when the Holy Spirit came upon me, I felt like two different people. I felt the natural man, but for the first time, the spirit man was alive in me. And it went to such an incredible experience. And I'll never forget it. When the Lord and I became truly family, I became his son. And I thank my Holy Father for calling me, giving me the power to be called his child, and for giving the gift of his most precious Holy Spirit. That now I have the power to witness, to preach, to teach about him and his kingdom, about him and Yeshua Jesus and of the Holy Spirit and the word of the living God, being empowered to do the work of the kingdom, truly in the honor. And I'm amazed at the power of the spirit as he moves in me and through me and uses me to do the will of the Father. And I just thank you today, Lord, for that awesome promise fulfilled in my life the promise of your most holy spirit coming down. And as we celebrate the day of Pentecost, I have to ask this question. Have you received the Holy Spirit since you believed? Have you been baptized in the spirit and a fire? Have you been immersed in the spirit of the Most High God? Well, today is your day. If you have not been baptized in the spirit, the Lord is continually pouring out his spirit. For those who have been baptized in the spirit, there are times of refreshing as well in the spirit. And I pray today as I minister by the power of the Spirit that the Lord would just pour out liberally His Holy Spirit upon myself and upon everyone who's listening, upon the nations of the world, that the knowledge of the glory of the Lord will cover the earth as the waters cover the sea. Pour out the living water, Father, of the Holy Spirit. Pour out your Spirit upon us, Father. Renew us, refresh us in your Spirit. Now, the time had come after the resurrection of the Messiah, and he was speaking to his disciples. And we're going to go to the book of Acts. We'll start reading chapter 1. And the Lord is there in um, Jerusalem with his disciples, and he gives them instructions as they assemble around him. And we're going to start reading at verse 4. 
being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, You have heard from me, for John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. Therefore, when they had come together, excuse me, they asked him, saying, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? And he said to them, it is not for you to know times or seasons which the Father has put in his own authority, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. So the Messiah is with his disciples in Jerusalem. And he's commanding them to stay there until they receive the baptism of the Spirit. Because he knows that they're going to need the Spirit the power of the Spirit to continue on the work now that he will be returning to heaven. <clears throat> Excuse me. And he will be seated at the right hand of the Father where he continues to intercede for his people. But he had promised them he would not leave them orphans and that the Father would send another one like him who is the Holy Spirit. Now, I want to say here, a lot of people I hear call the Holy Spirit an it, or they see him as like an errand boy for the Father and the Son, but the Holy Spirit is the very spirit of the living God. He is Lord. He is part of the God and the fullness of our Father, all that he is, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, one God. So not do not disrespect the Holy Spirit. I've heard people uh, talk about how in Greek, uh, basically, he's an errand boy. You look at the Greek word, you know, he's just a messenger, but no, he's the very power of God. And we should always honor and respect that power. And the Holy Spirit is alive. He's intelligent. He is powerful. He moves according to the will of the Father, as we all should. So the Lord commanded his disciples not to leave Jerusalem until they were filled with the power of the Spirit because he knew they would need this power that he had been giving them. But now he was leaving. So the Holy Spirit now works in all true believers who have been baptized in the Spirit, that we may be witnesses of the Lord and the great works that he done and the salvation that he has brought and the sacrifice he made when he died for our sins and that we can go and be living testimonies of who he is. It's by the power of the Spirit that we can do miraculous works. We cannot do these works by our own power. Within ourselves, we do not have that power. But the Holy Spirit living and working in us and through us, we will see 
miracles of healing. We will see people brought to salvation. We will see the gospel preached throughout all the earth. We will see the glory of the Lord manifest in our lives and the lives of others by the power of his spirit within us and upon us. And through the power of the spirit that we can break the chains of sin and death. Only by his power can we be set free from the things within our own lives. You may be suffering from something that has plagued your family for generations. Maybe there's been issues of alcoholism and your your parents were alcoholics, your grandparents, your great-grandparents, and you had an issue with drinking, and the Lord broke that chain of alcoholism or you were suffering from a, a certain illness that seems to plague your family for generations, and the Lord healed and restored you. I even see it in my own life. There was alcoholism on both sides of my family. Before I got saved, I drank a lot. I drank like a fish. But when the power of the Spirit came upon me and I came unto salvation, that curse was broken in my life. And I thank the Lord for it. And I've seen his power move in my life. I'm sure um, some of you have heard my testimony of how I should have died over 23 years ago from kidney failure, but the Lord restored me. He restored my vision. I was actually legally blind a few years ago, and my vision has been restored. And I just have so many great stories of how the power of the Spirit of my Lord have moved in my life. How he restored uh, my family. I've seen friends who I know are filled with the Spirit who who see miraculous things happen in their lives. The Lord even delivered me and warned me from death from a, a drug lord. <clears throat> a drug lord when I was a missionary in Mexico who had set up an ambush to kill me. But by the power of the Spirit, it was made known that the drug lord was after me and I did not fall into the trap. And I just praise the Lord for his power, his wisdom, his knowledge, his insight that he has bestowed upon me and upon others, upon his people, the, <clears throat> his bride, the church, and that we will continue to move in his power and continue to go forth and to minister in power. This is why he gave us of his spirit that we continue on the work that Christ began. He will finish that work by the power of the spirit through his people. He did not give us power to sit in a building. I don't need power to show up somewhere and sit there, stare at people, listen to somebody speak, and go home. You don't need power for that. But you do need power to confront the kingdom of darkness. You need power to minister the kingdom of light to those who are in darkness. You need power to see miracles performed. You need power to understand the word of the Lord. You need power to overcome the hurts and the pains in your life. You need power to show forth who the Lord is to the nations of the world. And that is why he empowers us by his spirit. 
to continue on in the work of the kingdom. He didn't anoint you with a beautiful singing voice just so you could get a record deal or get on a TV show and compete for a prize. He anointed you to sing to his glory and to sing songs that bring about healing, that bring about the the move of the spirit that people will come to salvation when they hear your voice. He did not call us to preach so that we can be popular and write books and be on TV, but he called us to preach that we may move in power and speak in power and see people set free and come to know him as Lord. He has given us power to heal the sick to set the captives free, to bring hope to the oppressed, to show forth that he is Lord of Lord and King of Kings, to be the walking, talking, living, breathing testimony of the Most High God, that all people will come to know that he is Lord. This is why he empowers us. These gifts, whether it be serving, teaching, preaching, prophesying, administration, works, hospitality, healing, it all stems from the power of the Holy Spirit of the living God. He also sails us into the day of redemption by his spirit. And he guides us and leads us through life. By his spirit, for those who are led of the spirit, these are the sons of God, it says in Romans chapter 8, verse 14. So be led of the spirit, be empowered by the spirit, be set free by the spirit, be healed by the spirit, prophesy by the spirit, preach by the spirit, sing by the spirit. For he is the promise of the Lord, and that promise has been fulfilled on this day called Pentecost. Amen. So I say once again, have you received the Holy Spirit since you believed? And many times I'm getting into discussions and people are like, well, I don't need the Holy Spirit to be saved. When the Lord commands you to do something, it's necessary to do it. He said, be filled with the Spirit. So you need to be filled with the Spirit out of obedience. And also you need the power of the Holy Spirit to do the work of the kingdom once again. And also, like I said, he seals you unto the day of redemption. He's the marking showing that you belong unto the Lord. And why so many people fight against being baptized in power? <laughs> power of God? I don't understand why they would have anything against it. But there are those who try to refute the baptism of the Spirit. But you need him in your life to do the work of God. You need him to guide you. You need his help. We all do. He is a fulfillment of a promise. 
and I thank the Lord for his spirit. We're going to turn to Acts chapter 2 and start reading at verse 1. And the disciples had remained there in Jerusalem, not just the 12, but there were many. They were in the upper room, even the mother of our Savior, Mary, was there. And I'm going to start reading verse 1. It says, when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as a fire, and one sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Wow, what a powerful day in the lives of the believers at that time. Like I said, Mary, the mother of our Savior, and many disciples were there in the upper room in Jerusalem when the promise of the Holy Spirit came upon them. They spoke with other tongues. And I just want to talk about that briefly with tongues. A lot of people are so confused about speaking in tongues. Speaking in tongues is actual language. It's not some weird sound, some gibberish you just make up. It's actually a language, but it's a language that you don't naturally speak. You, you're, it's not your your your, na- your language. I'm, I was born here in the United States in the state of Ohio, so. My first language is English. I speak some Spanish, but I grew up knowing English. It's my first language. Spanish, I had to learn. Now, when I speak in tongues, it wasn't something that was taught to me. It was by the power of the Spirit that I started speaking another language. I've been told by many people who are of Native American descent, who speak a Native American tongue, that that's what I speak. It's a Native American language, which uh, blessed me because I have uh, family members. My grandmother, my mom's mom, was a Blackfoot Indian. But I never learn any Native American language, but when I speak in tongues, people of Native American descent who know the language understand me, which is amazing. And I remember one time I had um was hanging out with some of my friends, and one of the women, she was going through some things, and she asked me would I pray with her. I said, sure, of course. So we started praying, and she started speaking in tongues. And when we finished praying, I looked at her and said, uh, I didn't know you spoke Spanish. She's she's American. She's a white woman. I said, I didn't know you spoke Spanish. She goes, I don't speak Spanish. I don't know any Spanish. I was like, what are you talking about? We were praying, and you were speaking in Spanish. I understood you. And so she spoke in a tongue she did not know, which was Spanish. 
And it was by the power of the spirit that she spoke another language that was not known to her. So let's not get it twisted when it comes to speaking in tongues. It isn't, it isn't some weird sounding words that somebody's making up as an actual language that you do not know in your natural mind, but that the Lord by the spirit will give you the utterance to speak this different language. And I just felt I had to clear that up. And so the power of the Holy Spirit came upon the people in the upper room that day. And they were filled with power. And now they were able to go forth and to preach and minister and perform miracles because the Messiah had now ascended into heaven. And he is the one that gave them power over the enemy. With him gone, the Holy Spirit now gives believers power over the enemy, power to perform the work of the kingdom. And so it is very necessary for every believer to receive the baptism of the Spirit of course, there are some things you can do in the natural. You you can stand up and recite scripture, but it's different when a man who is filled with the power of the Spirit speaks versus one who is not filled with the Holy Spirit and can see, speak the same scriptures. But the anointing that comes on the Spirit-baptized man is breaking chains, setting people free. You're able to speak on things that you do not know in your natural mind, but the Holy Spirit will give you knowledge of things. I have a friend, and I pray for her a lot. And there are mornings I will send her a message, a scripture, and a little word of prayer. And there's times that I've gone off and just, wrote down a whole lot of things I was praying about for her and she would respond and was like, how did you know that was happening in my life? I haven't told anyone. And I would say, I didn't know that was happening. It just started coming out of me as I was praying for you. And it was the Holy Spirit within me telling me she's going through this. Pray for this. Pray for that. This is happening. You don't know this but pray for it because she is dealing with this. And many times that has happened with us. Uh, and she was just overwhelmed that I was able to know these things. And I told her it was not me. It was the Holy Spirit within me speaking to me about you. For the Lord knows all. He's all-knowing. And so I became her prayer warrior and covered her in prayer. She's in law enforcement. And the Holy Spirit, I could not do that if I was not baptized in the Spirit. If I wasn't, I wouldn't have understanding. I wouldn't have knowledge of what she was going through. There were times I was praying for her and, and found out she had been in a dangerous situation and that the Lord had spoken to her. And she said when she saw my prayer, she knew, knew why. And it happened and why she was safe. Because I was praying for her and I was saying I was praying for you by the power of the Spirit. 
who knew what you were going through and had me covering you. If I didn't have the Holy Spirit, I wouldn't have known to cover you. I wouldn't have known the situation. And it's possible she may have died. So I praise the Lord for giving of his spirit. I remember one time, it was back in 2004. I may have shared the story before, but I was asleep. And the Lord woke me up. And he showed me a vision. And I was working at a, a wholesale club at the time. And in the vision, it was an open vision. I saw one of my co-workers, his name was, was Ricky. And I saw him walking. Then I saw what looked like a cloud. It was silver come over him. And I heard in my spirit pray for him. And I was like, oh, yeah, pray for Ricky. Then I heard in my spirit again, no, Ricky Mercado. Now, my co-worker's name was Ricky Carabello. But Ricky Mercado, he was one of the elders at my church. Uh, a great man of God, a powerful teacher, a person I have a lot of love and respect for. And when the Lord said, pray for Ricky Mercado, I got up and I started walking around my house and I prayed and I was praying. And before I knew it, I realized the sun had come up. And so I called him and I got his answer machine and I told him I'd been praying for him all night and that the Lord had me praying for his safety and healing. And so that Friday, we had Friday night service at my church, and I went. And when I walked into the church, I saw Helen Mercado, Ricky's wife. And she saw me, and she came over to me quickly, and she goes, Sean, have you talked to Ricky? I said, no, I just got here. She goes, well, we got your message in the answer machine. You need to go talk to him. He's in the uh, sanctuary. So I walked into the sanctuary, and I saw him, and when he turned around and saw me, he pointed at me real hard and he ran up to me and he grabbed me. He goes, brother, I heard your, your message on the answering machine. And he, he goes, let me tell you what happened that night. You were praying. He was working a late shift and he worked for a gas company and they were uh, somewhere working on the machine and the machine uh, exploded. It wasn't a huge explosion, but the problem was the machine had mercury in it. Now, if you know anything about this liquid mercury, if you get it on you, it can kill you. It's poisonous. And when the machine exploded, it sprayed mercury all over Ricky's body. I mean, he was coated in mercury. And his co-workers ran to him, and they stripped his clothes off as fast as they could. They sprayed him with water. They, uh, they rushed him to the hospital. They feared the worst because he was just drenched and the poisonous mercury. And they were sure it wasn't going to end well for him. And when he got to the hospital, they took him in, they examined him, and the doctor came to him and said, are you sure you were sprayed with mercury? Rookie said, I was coated in it, doctor. Was, I was just drenched in it. He goes, well, we examined you and we checked you out. We can't find a trace of mercury 
on you or in you anywhere as we can't believe you were drenched in mercury. We can't find anything at all. This doesn't make sense. And Ricky's like, are you serious? And the doctor says, yes. It was, it was like something was shielding you from this mercury. And Ricky and I just stared at each other. And then we just started laughing and hugging because it was by the power of the spirit that I was woken up that night to pray for him. So it was very necessary to be filled with the spirit. So have you received the Holy Spirit since you believed? If not, receive the Holy Spirit. Receive. This is Sean Cleveland with Regeneration X. As always, we'd love to hear from you. You can find me on Facebook, Sean Cleveland. Also, you can email me at regenerate07 at yahoo.com. Be filled with his spirit, move in power, move in his presence, and you will see greater work happening in your life and the lives of others. Be blessed on this Pentecost Sunday. Love you all. Bye-bye.